Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Blue Jackets Hockey League Car Ride Podcast. This second episode is going to be exploring fun. We are going to be looking at why fun is important to talk about and know about as coaches. We're going to be talking about what fun is for kids and looking at a study that helped shape what we understand kids see as fun in an organized sporting environment. Then we're going to talk about some of the main points and factors that create a fun environment for kids and how we as coaches operationalize that information to help us create a more fun, more engaging environment for our young athletes. So beginning with that, why is fun important to talk about? We know that fun is the primary reason for sport participation, but its absence is also the number one reason for sport dropout. So the numbers show us that 70% of kids drop out of organized sport by adolescence, and that most cited reason is that they're not having fun anymore. So it's really important to understand the impact that a fun environment can have on their participation. But it goes beyond participation to impact their experience and their development within the sport. It increases that as well. It also helps create a safe space for learning and a safe space for development for those kids. And it encourages them to be confident and creative. And finally, we also know that fun and joy are really important elements to a mental well-being and helping create that mental well-being within within young athletes. And so fun is this word that often gets oversimplified because we all know what it means and feels like to have fun. And we also know what look having fun looks like, right? We can look at someone and see that they're having fun. But the study we're looking at today, the fun integration theory, looked to define fun through the point of view of a youth sport athlete. And so what they did was they collected a bunch of responses from athletes from U9 to U16 age categories from different genders and different competition levels. And they asked them to respond to the question of one thing that makes sports fun for you and and answer as many times as they can. And what they found was 81 different things that they were able to sort into 11 fun factors. Those factors being positive team dynamics, trying hard, positive coaching, learning and improving, game time support, games, practices, team friendships, mental bonuses, team rituals, and swag. Now, each kid is going to be unique, right? We coach very different kids in our our group, and that is going to mean that while fun is going to look the same, right? Most kids are going to want all 11 of those factors, but within that, kids are going to need different things. They're going to, some kids might value trying hard more than um, learning and improving. They might value game time support more than they value uh, the mental bonuses, right? So so kids are going to vary from kid to kid on what is important to them. So it's another reason why asking them and finding out, you know, hey, what makes sports fun for you is a powerful way that we as coaches can not only connect with them further, but it helps us understand them a little bit more as a young athlete. Looking at this also from a long-term athlete development perspective, you know, although regardless of age, competition level, and gender, the the top three rated areas of fun were still positive team dynamics, trying hard, and positive coaching, those will change a little bit as the players get older, right? Trying hard is not going to look the same for a six and under player as it is going to look for a 10 and under player or a 16 and under player. And so it's our job as coaches to meet them where they are 
and trying hard for a 6U might be, you know, sharks and minnows. And trying hard for a 10U, they might be able to battle a little bit more and, and be in the corner and dig for the puck and things like that. So it's going to look a little bit differently as the kids get older. And same with te positive team dynamics and positive coaching. So for the rest of this episode, we're going to look more into those top three areas of fun, which are positive team dynamics, trying hard, and positive coaching. And we're going to share a little bit of information around those and what they are, and then also how we can use those as coaches to increase the fun that our players are having. So let's first talk a little bit about the positive team dynamics. Positive team dynamics includes things as playing well together as a team, supporting and being supported by teammates, uh, getting help from teammates and showing good sportsmanship and being shown good sportsmanship as an individual. So it's, it's something that we want to constantly be working on and improving and increasing within our group and within our team. And, and remember in our hockey league here, you know, we have different teams within our, our experience for the young players, right? We have the teams that we're playing together with on the weekends. We have the teams that we're with in the stations and practice. And those are all important dynamics that we have to help influence as kids or as coaches for the kids. And while the idea and the topic of positive team dynamics can be its own hour long episode, I want to share some quick ideas on how we can impact that um, positive team dynamics when we go from our station group on the weekdays to our team group on the weekends to going to Tim Hortons after the game and, and having that positive team dynamic afterwards. So first of all, we want to have good communication, right? We want to meet the kids at their level. We want to talk with our athletes um, as they should be talked to and, and encourage them to talk to each other and learn about each other. Uh, we want to have space for them to have input and, and talk about, you know, what the game's like, what they're feeling, you know, how they want to play the game and things like that. We've had some great, um, great examples throughout the league of those superpowers and kids coming up with ideas and coaches implementing them and, and getting them to work together to create those different ideas. So things like that can be really powerful to creating that positive team dynamic within the group. I want to share a quick activity that that really encourages the players to cheer for each other and show support for each other that comes from our um our executive director uh dave caruso just and his experience with the youth olympic team that just won a gold medal uh, last couple weeks ago um, in korea and they shared an activity with me that i think is, is a really fun one so um that we can play with our team and it, it involves rock, paper, scissors. So everyone starts out and grabs a partner and plays rock, paper, scissors. The winning player stays in the game and the losing player has to stand behind them and cheer for them. So whenever you win, you pick up more supporters. So let's say you win that first round, you have one supporter. You win that second round, you now have three supporters behind you. You win that third round, you have, what would that be? Seven supporters behind you. And then when that last player wins, they have the whole team cheering for them, whole team supporting them, and then they rock, paper, scissors the coach in a final showdown. And what I love about this activity is the, the kids don't get to dwell on being beaten. They don't get to dwell on, you know, not, not being able to win that rock, paper, scissors battle because, you know, it is a one in three chance. But instead, they get to cheer on their teammates. They get to realize that my teammate's success is also my success. So just a, a, a great little activity I wanted to share there about, you know, how do we increase that, that positive team dynamic and that, that support network that we have within the team. Moving on to the second factor 
which is trying hard. I want to emphasize that, you know, trying hard here, it, it involves a lot of different things. It's not necessarily trying hard because we're being, you know, told to, forced to, um, or because we're lined up and we're, we're told to skate fast. It's not trying hard because someone else is getting us to try hard. It's trying hard because the environment in, invites us to try hard. You know, it's talking about competitive environments. You know, it's a, is it a race? Is it a game? Is it, you know, I have to work hard because it's, I want to have success here in this, in this activity. So it's a, it's a reason why a lot of our activities are based on races. They're based on games. They're based on competition so that it invites that, that hard work. Um, it's, it's about creating that environment where they want to work hard because they're challenged. You know, they, it's not, it's not, oh, I'm going to walk around five players and score a goal. It's, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to be challenged with a superpower and I'm going to have a certain constraint placed on me in this game that makes it a little bit tougher for me. But if I really try hard, I can overcome that challenge. So, you know, we know that our activities, not only are they, they, better for that skill development and that transfer for the players, but it's also about that motivation and creating a place for kids to try hard without being told they have to try hard. And again, like going on to what goes into that and what we as coaches can influence with that trying hard, think back to the USA Hockey five elements that we learned about in the online modules we learned about in our, um, our coaching clinics. And think about the, the fun element, that one of those five elements being fun always should be there, right? It should be in every activity, should be in every practice, every game, everything. But within that, we have the other four elements. We have the challenge, we have the puck touches, we have looks like the game, we have constant decision-making. All of those four elements are, are things that make it fun for the kids and things that we as coaches can have some influence on, right? If we see a kid that's really not being challenged by an activity, what tweaks can we make? What constraints can we make? to make that a little bit easier. So for example, the superpowers, we have a kid that is scoring a bunch of goals. Well, the challenge now is, hey, you can, um, for every goal you score, you have to get an assist or, or things like that. How can we increase that challenge? And then puck touches, you know, how do we make it so that every kid has a puck or everything like that? Now, not every activity is gonna allow that, but within each activity, how do we get more kids moving at the same time? And how do we get more involvement and more involvement and more involvement? And then looks like the game, a lot of our activities are games-based, right? They're, they're learning through play. So it's, it's how do we create an environment that looks more like the game and looks more like an open activity where the kids have to try hard, whether it's tag and they're getting away from someone or, or things like that. And then that constant decision-making, right? We don't, want, um, we don't want activities where we're telling them, hey, take two steps and pass here. We want activities that say, okay, hey, my player's over there. I have to get to puck to them that's a challenge. I got to figure out how to do that. And I have to try hard and make sure that my teammate is getting that puck from me. Um, and instead of I'm just doing what coach is telling me to do. And then finally, and the most important external factor of fun, and, and this is where we as coaches really come in, is positive coaching. And so using positive coaching to include encourage that trying hard, encourage that positive team dynamic, encourage creating a fun environment for the kids is really important. So positive coaching comes from, you know, treating the players with respect, encouraging them as a team, encouraging them as players, 
okay? Being a positive role model, uh, having clear and consistent communication, allowing mistakes with a, a positive attitude, um, you know, being friendly, sharing compliments, participating with the players during practice, so jumping in and playing tag with them and things like that. And then it's also about you know, making little jokes, having high fives, positive touch, things like that. So, you know, looking back at last episode, we talked about the importance of approaching a player's mistakes with interest and support rather than judgment. And that's kind of where that first concrete idea is coaches come from. If we go to practice and we see a kid, you know, not able to get it, you know, maybe they're not, um, not having success in an activity, they keep making mistakes going up to them and saying like, hey, I really love your effort tonight. You're, you're trying really hard. I see you're not giving up. You're doing really well. Is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything, any piece of advice I can give you or anything that you're wondering about and things like that? Having that, that curiosity and that support rather than that judgment. Okay. And then, you know, building that rapport with the players outside of the game, you know, and, and having conversations with them about, hey, what's your favorite video game? You know, what's your favorite NHL player? How do they play? Show me how they play and things like that. So some of the things that I want to encourage you to do as we as we wrap up here and as we go into practice with this positive coaching in mind, you know, most of our kids have a name tag. If they don't ask their name, use their name, call them by their name. That builds that relationship. It shows them that you care. It shows them that you're interested in who they are as an individual. Encourage you to, you know, give your kids a high five um, and, you know, give them a, a, a sign of encouragement, a smile, you know, show them that, hey, you're working hard. I see it. Let's have a high five and get and keep going. Um, and the other thing is get on their level, right? Don't talk down to them. Don't stand above them and talk down. Get on a knee, get to their level, meet them in the eyes, have that eye contact and really connect with them as an individual. So those are some of the ideas and some of those concrete ways that, that we can have that influence on as positive coaches here. And it impacts their internal aspects as well, internal factors of trying hard and positive team dynamics if we can if we can really increase our positive coaching. So that is the end of episode two of the Blue Jackets Hockey League Car Ride Podcast. Hope you enjoy and good luck in practices, good luck in your games, and as always, go Jackets. <laughs>